Turtle calm, turtle calm Replace my rage with your calm Take me back where I belong Back when my life had hope Alex and Tim lend their voice To old Splinter and the boys Tell us tales of turtle toys And Pat Fraley's quips and quotes Cover me with toxic goes I've got nothing left to lose Give me Bebop, keep the booze Cause he's my favorite swine Turtle cum, turtle cum Two kilos of turtle cum If you teach me what I want Then April could be mine Greetings, Turtlecom listeners. You guys made it to another show. Good job for you, because you're going to go. That's your special bonus track. <laughs> Welcome to another fine episode of our classic TMNT nostalgia. We are your hosts, the famous Tim Smith. And Dalek's the friendly genie. Gotta get every last molecule out of the spray can. Yeah, don't let the uh, where it's. I, yeah, I don't have a lamp. I'm I'm very urban in, that, in the sense that I live in a spray can. Oh, yeah. you gotta shake me up. It's like Kazam, only with <laughs> an aerosol paint can. Which would have been such a better story point if they had put yeah. him in an aerosol spray can. Oh, that would have been good. And then like mm. push it again, and he just sucks back up. But then what it? about all those like, kids that are shaking aerosol spray cans and huffing it? This yeah, is, that's, that's like, like the genie told me to. I'm by the genie. <laughs> You don't you don't spray aerosol paint into your throat. <laughs> the dumb you, you, kids did. No, 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 no. you spray it into a bag, bag and then you and put then it you, over your mouth and then you breathe it into. So if any kids are listening to this, that's how you kill yourself. <laughs> or have I a didn't really know great Saturday. This. Oh yeah. god. Yeah, you take a usually like a, a plastic Ziploc bag mm-hmm. and you just yeah. into there. Yeah. Not from experience. I don't have that. Never um, huff. I never did that. I hear that if you huff, you literally can stop your heart the first time you try it. Wow. wow. Okay. Which, yeah, you risk killing yourself the first time you, you do that. I, there was a thing that people did when I was growing up that scared the living daylights out of me. And I was like, because they were like, yeah, you could fall down and like knock yourself out and die. But they were like, there was this fad in like the late 90s where kids would like make themselves black out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. I did that once or <laughs> twice. <laughs> oh. And it was largely like church groups that were like, oh, we're going to hang out and blah, blah, blah. Like... You guys are insane. Like they well, I had no gallon. idea what we were doing. I was like, oh, I learned this really cool trick. <laughs> so you just, you just like squat down, yeah. breathe in really, really heavy, mm-hmm. and then your friends would say, okay, now stand up really, like really fast, and then they would just choke, choke you. Choke you, yeah. And you would, yeah, you would sort of black out. This is not an instruction manual on <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> don't do any of this. To my knowledge, we don't have any listeners under the age of 18. So I think we're safe. All we need is one. All we need is one. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. Do not do this at home. Don't do These it. These are bad ideas. Don't do it, kids. Don't turn into David Carradine. Yeah, there's way better drugs than huffing paint. Uh, not too soon. Go just eat weird. a tomato and imagine something. <laughs> Oh, yeah. incredible. But yeah, don't do that. I did it a couple of times just in some of my friend's backyard because we didn't know what we were doing. And then we learned it was dangerous. We're like, oh, let's not do that anymore. Did you? Did they like catch you as you like blacked out? If they were your friend. Right, okay. But if they're just being dicks, they just let you fall on the ground. Which is, te- which is the reason why I wouldn't do it. I was terrified that that was going to be my fate. Because you didn't trust any of your friends. That's why you didn't do it. That's exactly correct. Yeah, that's a good reason. <laughs> Casey, I'd I know do it listening. if I trusted you. Because if I trusted you, then I know you would catch me, but I don't, so no. Yeah, the yep. trust falls were not our strong suit in that group of friends. 
<laughs> well, you have me now. I'll I'll catch you. Catch you when you fall. If you'd like to catch us when we fall, <laughs> <laughs> like us on Facebook. <laughs> Check out that Twitter and or Instagram. A uh, lot of lot of Instagram likes lately. I've been posting pictures of kid robot toys in battle stances and oh, cool. people have been loving that so Ooh. check that out uh, I also got a note because I've been looking at our stuff our feeds and stuff like that we've like doubled our uh, ratings so thank you listeners out there oh my gosh thank you guys does that, does that mean stars or just like stars oh, we got Ooh. stars uh, but we did we did get one very very nice review this past week by Troubled Magic okay so Groovy. I just wanted to give you a little little shout out there thank you Troubled Magic for your kind kind words about our podcast for all the world to see that is wonderful double thanks yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been begging for like comments or like reviews and like stars for I don't know probably like the last six months. <laughs> and uh, so finally, that, I feel like we get a, like a and a, like a <laughs> cut that out, Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get comments on like our Facebook, on our uh, on iTunes, on our Instagram, yeah. but we have not received a single email. No, <laughs> give that email out every week every week <laughs> I'll be writing an email oh lovely Ooh. oh lovely uh, should we introduce our guests yes we should <laughs> uh, joining us today in the break room is Luis Carrazzo hello hi 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 <laughs> hi 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 <laughs> He is from the exotic land of Sweden. Yes, clearly. <laughs> Can't tell from my Norse looks. Norse is Sweden? Norse is. We'll take it. Yeah, I think sure. it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nordic? 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 Norse? Norse? Elvish? Elvin? Norse? Nordic? Norwich? What is your current D&D character that you're playing? Oh. I'm going to just. I just totally. If you're playing a lot, just pick the one you're playing like now. The one that I'm playing the most is. Luneris, Lune. He's a he's a half elf. He's yes. a hybrid bard sorcerer. Okay. And I kind of like created my own thing, sort of. He's you know like a, a, a Avatar the Airbender that yeah. sort of thing. Well, oh, I made him oh. into a sound bender as opposed to what? a cheesy bard that plays the lute and then attacks enemies. Secret with the sound tunnel. Of music. <laughs> Secret <Yeah>. tunnel. <laughs> that song is really damn catchy on Avatar, and it's only like. I don't know, like two verses long, or like a verse long. Oh, you ever watch Avatar? I'm the I only one. The most memorable thing from that series was it's a platypus bear or something, and that was all. And I laughed a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bear. Yeah, that is a very funny series. Go watch it, people. It's wonderful. But sorry, so Soundbender, like Airbender, sound basically. That's cool. Because I didn't want to play a bard because I thought a bard was cheesy because I don't want to mm. like sing and then hurt people with that. I just thought it was dumb. But they decided that they needed a bard, so I, I kind of futzed it around a little bit and. Uh, Made him a little extra cool. cool. You bended the wheel to your way. You know it. <laughs> I, I know. See. It. I, don't I know. know. I don't know if they, uh, if, if you guys like draw pictures of your characters or. or I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Call him out. Oh, don't get me. If you start talking D and D, then I will. You will see me like. Louis Carrazzo, D and D enthusiast or expert in this expert, panel. I say. Uh, <laughs> playing long enough, expert. Mm, expert. But uh, if you're also a Naruto fan, there is a Sound Clan. They, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking to draw some stuff, they have some oh, cool ideas right. there maybe for you. 
for the next time you're drawing I mean, your nerdy pictures. That is a pictures. world of geekdom I have not even stepped into yet. Oh, the it's, whole too. But I like their intense. orange clothing. That's cool. I, I've seen a, a good amount of it. Uh, I haven't seen all of the episodes of it because yeah. it's it's extensive. Yeah. There's like I think uh, nearly 200 of the original Naruto, and then what? I don't know how much of Shippuden. They could probably over a hundred something, because they just follow the manga. And, yeah. Okay. And when they run out of manga, they make crap up because people will keep watching. Wow. That's so usually this is the, more extensive yeah. than like Dragon Ball Z. It seems like. No. No, that Dragon Ball Z is pretty forever. Well, I mean, <laughs> Z, it goes on like to Infinity Plus. I think yeah, Z was only like six or seven seasons, but there was a lot, like you know, 50 yeah. episode seasons. So <laughs> if they could. Naruto could overpass it. I mean, overcome just the Z series. Yeah, yeah. Okay, anyway. that's enough geeking out on uh, also <laughs> non stuff. <laughs> also joining us in the studio, Saskia Deb Kulak. Oh, you said it right. Oh, oh, oh hello. <laughs> Her <laughs> avatar is the bee. <laughs> oh yes, she is I, I, of the bees. yes, I do. I do support bee preservation because mm. they're my favorite. I love honey. <laughs> I love honey. I love I like food. Stung. I don't know. I actually, I used to pet them as a child, and they never stung. Really? Yeah. And if they did, I just put some clay on it. I was good. Wow. What sucks worse is getting stung by a scorpion. I don't like. Them. <gasps> I haven't had that you pleasure yet. No. Yes, I have. You, where do you hang out the um, scorpions? It was actually in my home. Oh. <laughs> oh my what gosh. I don't realize is they. Well, this is just gonna freak everyone out because now you're not gonna be able to walk into a dark room anymore. But um, uh. they like to crawl to the tops of things, so like <laughs> ceilings, and then they wait what? for their prey, and then they fall on them and oh, sting no. them. Not and those bastards. I was in the midst not of great. going through our basement doorway, and I was touching the wall, and apparently this little guy was crawling to the top and, and you were dropped upon. I, well, no, I I grabbed him, oh, and no. I thought it was just like a wire or something. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, I don't remember a wire being there. And then I was like, oh, my thumb's swelling. And then I went back and I was like, that's not a wire. It's a very large scorpion. Oh so for gosh. like, I didn't know what to do. And in very intense situations, I just kind of get goofy. So I like walked to the kitchen and was like, well, mom, I may or may not die in the next 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> And she was like, uh, normal occurrence of you saying this, so what happened this time? And I'm like, well, there's a scorpion over there. This is my thumb. What should we do? (laughs) So as we often did when I was a young, youngin, we called poison control, which I'm pretty sure my mom had, like... On speed dial. Yeah. (laughs) Because I, like, I would, you know, we'd catch... Uh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I would uh, swallow Legos or, you know, yeah. poison Legos. Test poison Legos, yeah. wow. things. I, I was also a problem because I lived in the country, so we had a lot of random animals, right. which I loved and wanted to keep all of them. Oh. Rattlesnakes. Et Rattlesnakes, etc. Mm. Um, mice were a big one, but we would always use have a heart traps unless the cat got it. Wait, and of can course. Can you define what a have a heart is for me? A have a heart is like a rectangle rectangular cage and you put the treat inside just as you would a mouse trap but they go in and they can't get back out so you oh, just yes. have a little, little yeah, mouse you have a pet mouse exactly which is dangerous apparently and I'd always beg my mom to keep them so she'd put them in an aquarium and be like okay well for 24 hours don't touch it <laughs> And of course, I would always touch it, and then it would bite me, and then it would crawl into our wall, and then we'd have to remove 
the wall and find the mouse because if it dies in 24 hours, then it means it has a terrible disease. Oh, there's no oh. So, and you can't really find out what the disease is without the dead rodents. The so, specimen, if you will. Yeah, so we yeah. did a lot of uh, disassembling our living room <laughs> on multiple occasions because apparently I t- didn't learn the first time. So. Wow. <laughs> so, what I've gathered from this is that you, in your life, you, you could have potentially have been bit by a radioactive mouse or a scorpion. Oh my god. The the times that animals have attacked me and it could have (laughs) either gone in my favor or horribly not gone (laughs) in my favor. Um, Speaking of friends that don't help you, I was definitely trampled by a pregnant horse while my friend friend looked on and giggled. (laughs) (laughs) If I've ever learned one thing... since living in the West, never fuck with a pregnant no, horse. No, don't, don't, don't carry oats up a hill in front of a pregnant horse. Oats up a hill. And I am probably oh, no. one of the only people that can say Bugs Bunny saved my life because, wow. as I often did, I carried a very large stuffed Bugs Bunny with me when that happened. Jenny, if you're listening to this, I still kind of mad that you just looked on. Oh my god. <laughs> this is like shout out central to all our bad friends <laughs> days gone by. But anyway, I'm Saskia and I'm, I'm just, not dead yet. I'm not, not dead, dead yet. yet. <laughs> I'm just imagining like like the reason is she's just looking on. She's just thinking back to that morning when you're both eating breakfast cereals and you took the prize out of the box. You're like, yeah. Who's for that? <laughs> <laughs> Just this cold-hearted moment. It was probably, oh, it probably, probably happened. The baby to that horse also kicked me in the knee oh several times. Gosh, so it was just like an ongoing thing with that family of horse. Sometimes animals can just be turds. Yeah, they're just jerks. <laughs> jerks, man. Especially cats. I used to get in fights with the cats. They'd like cling to my head and I wouldn't be able to get them off. Cling to your head? <laughs> Oh my god. Don't piss a cat off. You really it's no. 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 Oh gosh. Worth it. They look cute. Yeah. Until they get mean. Yeah. And they, almost all of them end up getting mean. That's oh. all. What about Ninja Turtles? Yeah. I think it's about that time. You're right, it is. So let me just tap this little Dun 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 dun. Dun 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 dun. It's time for comments and corrections. Whee! Today uh I only have like a couple but what happened uh, last week is our good friend Mike Seeloff. Oh yeah, he made he tried to kept he kept on bringing up celebrities he didn't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He, he dropped a couple names that weren't real. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he mentioned a guy named Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, allegedly a guy. He didn't say who it was. He just said Kelly was the voice actor of a, of a turtle. So I went back through like the international movie database and just mm. looked through basically every oh, iteration okay. of the Ninja Turtles to try and find out if there was a Kelly in the mix. Because he, what, who did he say? Who did he attribute it to? He did, he did drop a name. He, he like, attributed it to Donatello at right. first. Okay. And then you're like, oh, and then he was like, oh no, Leonardo. And then you're like, Cam Clark. And he's like, no, <laughs> <laughs> not, not, there's no. We can so, play this game all day. <laughs> we can play this game all day. Uh, what I think he meant was one of two people. Either the more recent, Kellyanne Hugh. Okay. Who I'm really excited about because I didn't realize this. She's the voice of Karai right. in the 2012 series. And a, I mean, just a, a, a working... Like mm-hmm. a, a working actress. Yes. She's all over the place. But I didn't realize that she was also... She's well known for playing Romaine in Surf Ninjas. <gasps> right. Oh. Which made me yes. freak the hell out. Because <laughs> I don't know if anybody else... Best uh, trailer ever. 
best trailer, best movie ever. Oh, Me and my oh, friends oh. watched that movie over and over and over again <laughs> because it had surfing and yeah. it had ninjas yeah. and it had uh, Ron Rod uh, what's his name? Rod Stewart. Not Rod Stewart. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, uh, making copies guy oh, from um, SNL. Uh, Dana, uh, no. Oh no no no. Um, crap. Oh Rob, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Yeah, 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 Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider was in that. Who had all the best lines of the entire movie, uh, particularly "Money Can't Buy Knives." He was young. <laughs> he was younger. That's for sure. He was much younger, but he was still really old by comparison to. He was playing a high school student. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was obviously like Not in his mid thirties. <laughs> Well, probably like late twenties, definitely. Well, I think he was older than that because when he was on SNL, he was he was considerably older. Yeah, maybe he was one of those guys where you wouldn't know it, but he was. I saw a really depressing uh, interview with him and Jay Leno, and he just was on there. I was like, well, he wasn't promoting anything. It was like after Deuce Bigelow and all that stuff, and it was like he was like, yeah, I just really need some money right now. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the gist of it in so many or so few words, and I was like, yeah. That really makes a lot of sense. And it was like, oh, why did he say that on TV? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, say that on like a a live performance or something. Say that, you know, on on, on like a podcast. Don't say that on national TV. Not on Jay Leno. I mean, I've I've literally never forgotten that. But I remember watching it and just being shocked. I was like, do celebrities not have money? (laughs) (laughs) He he needs the boomers that Ed Norton had in Fight Club. Yeah, to cushion him. Don't say that, because coming next summer, summer, Rob Schneider's in Boomers. Boomers. <laughs> walking around with his man boomers. Well, I mean, I feel oh, like that's geez. played out. That was a scenario in the Drew Carey show where Dietrich Bader got breast implants. Oh, that's right. And that was perfect. I think nobody else could pull that off other than Dietrich Bader. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Batman. <laughs> He's the voice of Batman from Batman the Brave and the Bold. Oh, oh really? Yeah. I just saw I'm an idiot. Man Watch that series. It's surprising. <laughs> it, Fat it, Batman. It walks the line of comedy and serious, like uh, uh, you know, action sci-fi, uh, really well. Wait, are you, you're telling me the guy who was in uh, <laughs> Beverly Hillbilly. That's exactly the movie I wanted to reference. Yes. Who had to thing throws that thing down that slippery gully? Yeah, that's the voice of Batman. <laughs> Batman <laughs> wow. I don't know what rock I've been under, but I need to get out of it now. Mm. <laughs> uh, here's some more I'm going to bring. To okay, life. okay. So if it wasn't, if it was Kelly Ann Hugh, damn you, Mike Seeloff, <laughs> uh, you need to connect me to her right away. Right, right. Because I have a DVD for her to sign and a million questions. <laughs> <laughs> I would be that that guy. Anyway, but I'm pretty sure he meant Mikey Kelly, who was the voice of Michelangelo in the 2007 CG movie. Oh. Seemed like a normal looking guy. Seemed like somebody Mike would know. I mean, okay. so. Uh, but yeah, he, seen, he said Donatello, Leonardo. No, he was way off. He was the voice of Michelangelo. Michael yeah. Kelly. He probably called him Kelly to avoid confusion. Because they're both Mikes. Mike's. Yeah. Oh, I see. Mm. Other things to note coming up. I mean, obviously, TMNT movie. Mm-hmm. So Johnny Knoxville is the voice of Leonardo. Yeah, which blows oh. me out. Yeah. They hired these other guys to play these roles these other actors got these jobs mm-hmm. and now and this is what I've heard from somebody did I already mention this last week on the podcast some Paramount executive was like what if we got celebrity people to be these be- you know these voices oh, instead what? Danny Woodburn Splinter right but apparently Tony Shalhoub is now Splinter yeah what? <gasps> Tony Shalhoub what what 
I know. Which don't get me wrong, I love Tony. I think yeah. he's a genius. Yeah. He's an incredibly talented actor. But I was guy. so excited for Danny. Yeah, I was you know, too. Mm. Like these guys who you know thought they were positioned for this huge oh, blockbuster no. summer release <gasps> franchise builder, and then like that comes along. That I think it sucks. A bummer. Yeah. I'm still mad at the the how they look. I mean, I just don't see what was wrong with the uh, the old way they look. No, there was nothing wrong. I mean, yeah. it was so perfect. Mm-hmm. This they, is the scary and unusual. Yeah, and well, you know what it is? Yeah. Is it's because it's also produced by Michael Bay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. and his whole deal, and I think also with all the superhero movies and, the, and all these franchises that are now getting li- justice done to them in the live action arena, right. is they're going adult themed because kids grew up with these that are yeah. now adults, yeah. and so they take Transformers and they try to make it more actiony. You know, they right. took Ninja Turtles, which is pretty. Dark. If you read the comics, yes, yeah, um, Wicked Dark. But the he just decided, well, let's make it more adult thing. You don't need to make it adult thing. It already is. Yeah, but it, I mean, if you can't make it blow it up, you're gonna make it chubby and weird and swollen. Like, I <laughs> <laughs> that's what they look like to me. And it's They're it's gigantic. And it really like. I was so excited when I heard they were gonna, like like because I I mean I'm still an avid I mean I watched number three like literally two weeks ago maybe less than the that third one I I like the third I like all of them <laughs> and so you are dedicated I am very dedicated you are um, a special creature I yes uh, <laughs> so I'm I was like really excited like teary eyed like excited. And then I'm waiting for this trailer, I'm waiting, and I get it, and I just wanted to kick something. Like, roundhouse kick something. Were you in the office space? I was. Yeah. I was. And what, what reminded me was Danny Woodburn plays Splinter. So yeah. I was like, what? The trailer? Yeah. And I saw it, and I, I, I called my friend and was like, this, I'm so sad right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am still, like, I'm emotional about it. I'm very angry. Mm. I hear you, girl. Why do they keep showing that mountain sequence? I don't know. (sighs) It makes me believe I'm like, did Shredder lure them into the mountains because they're cold-blooded creatures? And he's like, oh, we'll just put these babies to sleep. Take them into the snow. (laughs) Like, what? Is that that his master plan? Oh, smart. Yeah. Oh, also... (laughs) In the, the movie coming out, mm-hmm. and then after this post, it'll probably be only about two and a half weeks away. Yeah, we're, we're getting really close, guys. Really wow. close. I, I discovered that, was in, I think it's Mene Noji, is going to be playing Karai. Oh, yeah. So Karai's going to be in it, but this one is like 40-something years old. That's weird. That is weird. <laughs> I'm... I think she's probably not going to be like Shredder's daughter or anything like that. Oh, She'll just be Karai an associate. in the 2K3 series. 2K3? The, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that, she was probably as old as the Turtles. Yeah, teenage. And the Turtles were yeah. like, they, looked, they were kind of like in their 20s in that. Right. And in the current series, she's a, a kid. of April, yeah. Yeah. And the, the Turtles, so a teenager. Mm. Weird. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, it feels like, yeah, Karai, April, and the Turtles are always about the same age. Yeah. Whatever franchise they're in. <laughs> Except for this one. <laughs> she is on par with Splinter himself. Mm. <laughs> uh, but I was just looking at, I mean, she's, you know, she's got a good look and she's been in a few different things I, I kind of respect, but I just I was just looking at her and just like, just seems a little old for Karai for the That's, character. 
Well, well, you know, the the women in this film are definitely interesting choices. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Saskia, because you are such a huge fan, uh, you have something in your lap that uh, I think now is good time <laughs> to show the world. Well, I was worried <laughs> that being the girl that I am um, and showing up here, it was going to be like, okay, yeah, she liked Ninja Turtles. She probably watched the anime one. Or the animation one. Sorry. If you watch the anime one, that's nobody else we've had uh, outside of myself has watched yeah. that. Well, <laughs> Not even me. <laughs> what? Well, I did watch the animation one, which I was very like, no. I will not, but my friend took me to it, and I, I told her while I was growing up that I idolized Michelangelo so much that I literally was him. Like, everything <laughs> that I did or said was in reflection of him, because I just thought he was the best person ever. Um, <laughs> the party dude is your role model. Yes, and and when we were watching the animation version, I felt like, even though it was animation and that kind of was unsettling, uh, they actually... The characters were well thought out to the cartoon, which was interesting. Because and when you say animation, do you mean the two K three, the two thousand twelve, or the CG? Uh, I believe it's two thousand twelve. Okay, so the current series. Yeah, and yes. and it was good. yeah, and it was interesting because like Michael, like I was really not looking forward to it, and then Michelangelo was well represented, not in every case, but no, mostly. But he's one of the stronger, and it's cool too mm. because. Uh, again, if we're talking about the most recent incarnation of the Nickelodeon series, yeah, yes, he's one of the most. Un- I mean, he was the unknown, yeah, in terms of the voice acting yeah. talent. Um, mm. But I think he really showed up, and they write to him well, in terms yeah. of like what we would expect. Yes, that character exactly. To be. And what was funny is my friend Lily looked over at me and she was like, "I thought you were kidding, but you <laughs> really are Michelangelo." <laughs> and that was like a highlight of my life. Booyakasha. I was really I was like that is the highest compliment I think I've ever gotten. Thank you. Um, so I was really happy to watch it. But so I brought this to prove my long my long yes. time dedication. This is a jacket that's very wow. small. It's it's for a micro person. It's for a micro or a person. Child. Um <laughs> for a child of a very young age. My mom got this especially customized for me. Because wow. I was like, Bobby, I want that one. <laughs> With her permission, I'm going to post pictures of this on our Instagram. Oh, yes. Oh, For reference. Totally. Yes. Um, the best part is how morphed the turtles actually look. <laughs> um, yeah, their faces. Donatello's. Tell like, show her your patch. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> We, yeah, we'll just so you know we'll that's that's uh, that's how far my dedication goes. I mean, that's tiny, but it's adorable. I know. <laughs> I wish it still fit. A custom but. embroidered Ninja Turtles uh, bowling jacket. No, it's like if the Pink Ladies were Ninja Turtles. Yes, <laughs> right, yes, right. that's exactly, <laughs> exactly. It. And um, it's blue, which is my favorite color. So yes. I am all about this jacket. Yes. I mean, but you really can't tell where turtle meets leg. So <laughs> yeah, right there. Wow. The, the word that's turtle really amazing. I think is what, are you are you referring to the yeah <laughs> that thing? So yeah, but it's so detailed. Like I mean, as goofy as they look, I'm like I mean I'm turtle. Still looking at it, I'm like that's really impressive, right? Yeah. I mean, look at the R. I love everything about this. If I was a kid and I met you when you were wearing this jacket, I would have either become like your biggest adorer. Or I would have broken my non-violence pact and <laughs> beaten you up and stolen the jacket for myself. And you would be Saskia for the rest of your life. Saskia! <laughs> but, but it's, I, I, you know, I did, I love this jacket. Um, I wore it often. Um, you tried to put it on again? I, I mm. have. <laughs> I have. I was really kind of like, could I make this into a vest? Could that happen? No, no. And I, I want to preserve it. I'm going to get it framed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it. Um, give it to your Give kid, it to my child. Yes. 
Like, damn you. Damn you. Saskia Jr. Like, you better wear it and like it. <laughs> I'm going to name, yeah, you're going to name your first daughter Saskia just so you can give her the jacket. <laughs> like, that's not mine. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my street cred. It's genius. That's great. I remember my brother was actually pretty annoyed because uh, they didn't have this in his size at the time. Yeah, and I got yeah. away with it. So murder. Yep, yep. That's that. Uh, did you have any? Comments? Just a couple things. We're uh, so I. <laughs> interesting thing has happened recently. Our fan, whom I thought was Boner Sale. Uh, I erroneously pronounced that a couple times in previous podcasts. Uh, I'm now Facebook friends with yes. this individual. I've seen and, a post. Yeah, he's a real dude, and his name is Bonner. <laughs> oh, no. Bonner, like Connor with a B, and his last name is actually Sale or Sale. Uh, so uh, I want to say a huge apology to to Bonner, uh, who listens religiously from DC. Um, <laughs> But he's he's like posting things on Instagram and I'm like I just I feel like I don't deserve or we don't deserve that uh, kind of fandom. The excitement that he has because I totally I, I totally mispronounced his name, but huge <laughs> huge thank you to still supporting us even though uh, we are incredibly stupid people. We love you, Boner Sale. <laughs> <laughs> but in the in light of that, what I'd like to do uh, and I I posed this question to him via Facebook last night, uh, which was too late. I realize. Uh, and maybe I'll get a response later today. But I'd like to start a new segment called Ask Bonner Asks, <laughs> uh, where the guests are free to ask anything they want of Bonner, and in turn, maybe he will send us questions, and maybe he won't. I don't know. But it's, <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, so if you guys think of questions over the course of the podcast today that you would like to ask our friend from D.C., Bonner, again, I can't reiterate <laughs> and stress Bonner. enough the correct pronunciation of his actual name. Nope, it's uh, Bonner Sale. Uh, it's not. <laughs> he's a cool dude. Uh, and he's an artist, and he actually produces really, really sweet art. Um, but yeah, so that's... Uh, we'll, uh, stay tuned for next episode, where we may or may not have something for the segment Ask Bonner Asks. You can ask Bonner or Bonner Asks. Anyway, whatever. So I think that was pretty much all I had. I was going to insert some fun facts about flies since this is the episode where we introduce mm -hmm. Baxter, but I don't think we have time for that. So, um, okay. Uh, Let's talk yeah. about the episode. Let's talk, talk about, about the episode. episode. One oh last my. plug, because... What? Are you going to... Uh, tonight, Tim and I are going to be patroning I Am 8-Bits, uh, and I'll document and put up on uh, Facebook a okay. huge event in Los Angeles uh, I think it's going to be very packed. Today. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles, Calabunga thirtieth or something. Yeah, I am eight bit is an art, uh, uh, a nerd art gallery uh, oh. in Los Angeles on Sunset, and in the past they've had like big like stuffed coin yeah. money pits, a la uh, Ducktales. The thank video you. Game. Yes, wow. um, and other neat nerd kind of like. Got a picture. I mean, honestly, obviously, we. I, I think this is perfect because our our generation came up in an eight bit system. Uh, and that that has inspired a lot of really neat art over the years that you can see on DeviantArt and now in their gallery and stuff. Mm. So there's a huge opening tonight. Tim and I will be there promoting and, and saying hello and glad handling. I'll probably buy some art too. So you, nobody's going to hear this, but we'll we'll report back with details. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you won't hear it in time to actually go unless you know about it already. <laughs> uh, that's a plug for us. I was also going to plug my friends. Oh, go for uh, it. Because I did a lot of improv over on the West Side at West Side Comedy Theater. And I, you know, house managed there for a couple of years. During that time, they had this this sort of uh, sketch or show that they called Rap Battles. Yeah. Uh, and which was hosted by Nice Peter and Lloyd Alquist. 
And then it eventually turned into them doing epic rap battles of history, yes. which is if you have ah, <laughs> ever seen that on YouTube, it's very good. Those guys, very, good. very, very good. Very good. They, it, but it, I just remember when it all started is just amazing how it went from just this kind of idea to all of a sudden this huge franchise at Maker Studios. Yeah, and how many years ago was that that, that started? It wasn't that long oh, ago, right? Oh gosh, when was I there? It was probably only like four years ago. That's well, crazy. bravo to them. To being it's, this it's, behemoth. It's really good. Uh, but their season three finale was a pretty epic battle between Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael... <gasps> Uh, and Leonardo and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles of the same name, uh, <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's it's a shorter one. I feel like, but yeah. it's so insanely impressive because of the costuming. I was yeah. like, I feel like they just sunk all of their energies into the costuming for the Renaissance artists, as well as these like bodysuits of turtles. Mm. I was like, they look kind of funky, but like, no less like incredibly impressive. That I'm like, those are bodysuits that somebody made. Especially because the lips were yes! able to move. The lips move because the turtles rap battle back. And if, if I was Lloyd, like, <laughs> like I would do exactly what he did, which is uh, Epic Lloyd only had like one line to rap in the whole thing because he was Michelangelo. <laughs> and so he was just like, yes, if I was doing this, if I was writing this, I would purposely make myself Michelangelo. Lloyd, you lucky, lucky bastard. <laughs> lucky, lucky dude. No, they work really hard, and they should be really proud. But it's just kind of really of special views. for us. Lots of views. People were, like, putting it on my Facebook. They're like, have you seen this? I was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> of yes. course. I saw that two years ago. <laughs> I saw it, like, two seconds ago before it launched. Oh, my God. This has been Comments and Corrections. <laughs> jun, 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 jun. All right. So we're getting back into the episode. We're going to only be talking about it for about 20 minutes. That's oh, boy. <laughs> Because we are under a time crunch today. It seems like our past few episodes we've had to kind of rush through things. I'm sorry about that. Well, we just get started talking about everything and anything and everything, as you all know. Should we start with the pants? Because I feel like <laughs> that pants. could take the most uh, time. Oh, we'll yeah. work up to the we'll pants. pants. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll to That's the all pants. I'm thinking about, just so you know. <laughs> that, that image. Quick segment here. Because, uh, yeah, we're back in Enter the Fly by Where Michael Reeves and Ron Stevens. But we left off at the first commercial pretty much. When Krang informs Shredder of Baxter's escape with his little sassy, I didn't have to tell you, you know. Uh, uh, Templeton. So, at this point, Baxter gets tied, uh, yeah, tied up in some clothes as he's attacking the turtles. That's where the commercial break happens, and the turtles escape into the sewers. And then they have that awesome Aaron Sorkin running sequence through oh the turtles. Oh my gosh! Uh, through the sewers with recycled uh, shots. Yeah, it's just them running down this tube, uh, talking the whole time, like like in uh, what was it uh, West Wing or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're cruising down the the inner corridors of the White House. Yeah, and but they're so pissed. The animation yeah. for them, they're yeah, just right. angry, angry eyes. But they're just kind of talking like they'd be sitting on a couch, just chit chatting. <laughs> yes, I loved. I, actually, to to precede this by just a second, I loved the uh, the shading on Baxter's fly face the moment before we go into this tunnel sequence. Mm. Uh, Baxter's like hovering over that manhole. I don't know why he didn't follow him down there. Actually, it was wrapped <laughs> up in clothes. Oh, Baxter. Okay, that's he right. He gets caught in, yeah, the clotheslines between the buildings, which is the only way the turtles are able to escape because he dive bombs them, essentially. Fly yes. wings. They're but very delicate. he does delicate. get out of the clothes. Mm. 
Yes. He, he gets out of the clothes and then he hovers over the manhole and then he <laughs> shoots says, at it. He shoots at it exactly, yeah, and then he true. says, "Oh, you know, I'm angry at you, but I also hate Shredder or something." And then he flies off. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, brilliant. Shredder. By the way, uh, Shredder had a very easy time convincing him that he was not actually revenging him; he was revenging the turtles. Which yes. only, f- I mean, I guess that's the fly brain. But he was a genius before <laughs> that, so. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, yes. In this episode, we, we there's so much metamorphosis to Baxter, mm. mm-hmm. physically, I think, emotionally, memory-wise. Me- yeah, <laughs> mentally. Uh, one thing I was wondering about because there, there are two organisms go in and then they merge, and so they both they cease to be two different entities and become one singular yeah. entity. So it's heat man, fly, fly man. I was just thinking. What about the fly? Like, because I mean, the fly's brain and memories and thoughts. Oh, maybe yeah. I don't really see Crossed. Baxter Crossed. reflecting that. Mm. Like, well, I mean, kind of, because I mean, they probably have a sh- pretty short attention span, which is probably why he's like, okay, right, I'll go left. I guess huh. yeah, he is pretty agreeable yeah. when he's talking yeah. Shredder. How much you want to bet there's the deleted scenes where he just puts his face directly in a pile of dung? Yeah, and he yeah, starts probably. eating it, kind of oh. like the two K t- um, two thousand twelve series. Now, when he, when Baxter changes, I haven't seen that yet. Oh uh, yeah, <gasps> they go really realistic with the fr- the fly aspect. What? It's not really spoilers. This is like five episodes back. I need to uh, watch that. <laughs> if you haven't watched the second season, get out there and check it out because they they really do pay homage to the the old eighty seven cartoon show in this new series. It's pretty damn good. Uh, but I was also thinking with the fly, besides his memories, what about the fly life cycle? Oh, yeah. Do we think oh, that Baxter's going to only be able to live like a week? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, how much how much do we split the difference on uh on what what powers and Yeah, but I feel like like if you look at Rocksteady and Bebop, right, like they're right. not really fall I mean, you don't like light a fire and you're running and putting them out. So, their kind of natural pe- predisposition mm. is also kind of subdued. Hmm. Wait, 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 hold on. Are we talking about do rhinoceri have Yes, they okay. they they put out fires when they see them. They are the natural uh, nature's firefighter. Wow! Yes, fascinating. Wow. That is adorable. Yes, it is yes. incredibly cool. Yes. yes, but then again, I mean, they were not merged. They were yeah. they were like the turtles. Mm. But then you go into the turtles, which you know, why are they eating pizza and right. why are they so human? Maybe it's that the dominant aspects of that organism go mask the 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 lesser of the other organisms. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe the the those are physical where the mental is still the capacity of like the mm-hmm. the, the human brain is far more advanced than mm-hmm. the fly brain or the rhino brain, but the uh rhino physique is more dominating Dominant. than the yes, human physique. Yes. You know that that's interesting because in the <laughs> in the teenage mutant ninja turtles Tabletop role-playing game. What? <laughs> Comes coming from the D and D nerd we have to in the that. room because I've played this before. I'm holding up a picture of the cover of said role, a t- a tabletop role-playing book, Ooh. and it looks awesome. Oh my god, it's so good! And and one of the things that I remember about that game was when you were rolling up your character, you there were different gradations on how beasty you looked or how human mm. you looked, and you got to decide like what stage. You were, and there, and there's even because you can make your mutant be as close to human like as as possible, like barely whatever that animal was, or you can make them like really intensely uh, animal looking, and and everything in between. 
did it have like a set group of animals that you could choose, or was there freedom or like creative freedom in that? They did give you a long list of animals, but they cool. also said that you can come up with your own. Hmm. But I think there was something supposed to there was it was supposed to be random, like it it was all really. Uh, uh, you were supposed to roll to see which animal you were going to be. Oh, that's which awesome. I never. Uh, I I kind of picked picked mine because there's <laughs> yeah. some that you know you that were really it. dumb. Although the really dumb animals tended, some of them really uh, were really powerful. Actually, like I, I don't remember which well, one. I would it was. think it would be kind of like you got the Ninja Turtles, which are very humanoid. Yeah, or very right. human. Bipedal. Uh, then you got Slash, who is more more turtle, I think. Yeah. And then you got Toka, who's like practically a, a walking turtle. I mean, no, oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Toka's the turtle. Raza is the, the fox. fox. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking of those as far as yes. closer to <laughs> the animal versus closer to human. To the human. So, really, another deleted scene was when Baxter <laughs> rolled to see how human-like he was going to be or how fly-like he was going to be. Uh, as he's being electrified. In that. As he's being electrified. We missed that. So, <laughs> the, the answer is in, is in the dice. As well, they also, he also kept all his clothes, you know. Yeah. Whereas bow tie and all. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. So there. moving forward, because there is this moment of conversation between Shredder, <laughs> Bebop, and Rocksteady, and Baxter when he finds them, because he's going out for vengeance. Shredder convinces Baxter that his mutations was the turtle's fault, like you said. But it's kind of interesting how Shredder basically sweet talks him. He's like, "No, no, Baxter, baby, I'm your <laughs> <Yeah>. friend." <laughs> yep. Uh, but Baxter's voice, I noticed here, is extremely high-pitched. Mm. Like, almost like he's swapped genders. Oh. Ooh. He's got this really girly voice. And he's like, no! You know, is it a possibility that the diptera, known as the fly from the class or family or genus or species diptera, is like the velociraptor where it adjusts gender or uh, sex based upon I don't know I'm just I'm just I'm hypothesizing really guys. well maybe the fly was a female could be then uh, a female fly. That, <laughs> that changes everything I want to listen back to that sound uh, we all made together <laughs> I can't wait which just brings into question like every animal mutation that we've mm. seen you know yeah True. how do we yeah were they male or were they female wow. like what are the chances that all four turtles were male turtles well, because maybe we're all yeah maybe right? all the turtles were Girls, but because uh, Yoshi was a man. Oh yes, true. Depending on where your origin stories lies, which may, maybe that's that's why we we feel like <laughs> Raph and Donnie and it's like they have these ah. these more feminine something going on. I see, I see. Struggles or what's I don't know. Hmm. We could we could spend probably a half hour just talking about that. <laughs> this is, I think the subtitle for this episode is Philosophy of the Fly, as we discussed mm. briefly while watching. Uh, let's yeah. get out of philosophy and get into stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. That gardener. Yeah, that, that gardener. That gardener, though. Oh, no. <laughs> Old Asian man who oh, sounds man. like a stereotypical Asian Asian accent. Mexican, kind of. But he's not wearing, at all yeah. worried about he's, the he's turtles got, coming into his garden. He's got oh. the full-on farmer garb going. <laughs> like a John Deere hat, overalls. Right. A greenhouse in New York. No big deal. That they get to by blimp yeah. for, for no real right. reason. Yep. <laughs> What's the fastest way to get there? Well, let's crawl out of the sewers, get in the blimp, fly <laughs> over New York, and then land in the Central Park at the one greenhouse in Central Park. The non-inconspicuous blimp. Yes. That yes. says turtles, turtles on the side of yeah. it. Yeah. Nobody will see us. No one. No one. 
I really kind of wish it said Teenage Mutant Ninja above the turtles part, just to be really, really... Oh, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Branding. <laughs> uh, and then there's the the moment that they, it's after they buy the Gazai plant, the antidote plant for April, who was in a coma. Oh, yes. Due to her Doku punch that she received... <laughs> Via the pollens, I assume. She was huffing. She was huffing. Back yeah. to that. Ah, <laughs> uh, drugs. Yep. Uh, but I love the, the terrible pun that... I, I just saw it as a pun, but you're right, there's a little bit of a racism to it. Because I oh. always said you didn't have enough sense. Yeah. It was a setup for that pun. But, but it was because the uh, the Asian farmer didn't give them enough change back. Didn't give them the right change The right change back. That I I was like racism. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like racism. Maybe the right change. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, How do the turtles make money? I think they just find marketing. It. They just find it. Oh, marketing. marketing. <laughs> That's kids I'm, parties. Yeah, yeah. Like turtles rent our blimp. <laughs> we'll fly over your house. <laughs> Everyone will know we're there. We'll promote your next event via. Our, we'll take the turtles sign off and put whatever you gotta say on our blimp. I feel like if Raph had a job, he'd be hired muscle. He'd be like a bodyguard. Yeah. Especially the new Raph. Yeah. Michelangelo is probably a pizza ingredient extraordinaire. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has that job in the CG movie where he's a kid's party animal. Yes. Aww. It's on that fake hat. And yeah. just like, oh, it's Calabunga Kyle or whatever his name was. <laughs> nice. Uh, and then, okay, we cut to Shredder testing the knucklehead on oh Rocksteady and Bebop. Yes, yes. When Baxter reports the location of the turtles. That, I don't understand this. I mean, this was a cool toy. This was obviously included in this episode to be a toy. Right, for sure. Which like, I had and I loved. And likewise, this was, you know, for Baxter Stockman. Hey, a new toy for Baxter Stockman. Because I remember that gun he steals from um, the Technodrome. That was like the gun he had, I think, in every iteration of Baxter Stockman. Like he, it was just that same shape, and for, mm. he only has it in you know for like, I don't know, maybe eighteen seconds of like cell time or something in this episode. But he always had that anytime you get him. His uh, the first the original action figure had like a, uh, ironically, a fly swatter like kind of. Uh, oh, contraption yeah, contraption that, that. that he held. Huh. I don't know if because it was like a it had like a. Like a brownish oh, yeah. fly swatter, you know, mm. panel, and then it was like some like green or blue or you know, slate yeah, kind of gray, weird kind of gun <coughs> configuration. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love that toy. Uh, but the knucklehead. Oh, the knucklehead. Yeah, it's also ironic that his last one of his last creations is a predator of his new form. <laughs> the, f- the the spider. Oh, right. yeah, the spider. Ah. spider. I'm just saying, guys. It's remotely wow. activated, but right. there's a seat. With like little knobs and stuff on it, I was imagining that you could sit in it and control it like a, a vehicle. But Which was not the like purpose your... of the toy itself that was produced in the eighties. Yeah, yeah. You you'd sit one of your. I think Shredder fit best in it. Mm. You used to put him in. There was like one little like elastic or rubber belt that you'd strap on, and uh, yeah, pretty much only Shredder's tiny waist fit on that little, <laughs> on that little chair. His tiny toy. fit waist. Look at all those abs. Gosh. He's Ab City. I know. That take that out. Abs for that days. We're looking at a picture of the uh, the original um, Shredder action figure, which just looks so hokey now. It's but, bad. Uh, really? I appreciate the cloth cape. <laughs> you don't see that these he, days. He, no. His stomach is so small. It almost looks like Christian Bale in The Machinist. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and Peck's just bulging out in front of his face. He has no shirt on, which None. makes no sense. Like, 
There's a, there's a cell, like we might as well bring it up now. There's a yeah. cell of, of Shredder yeah, right uh, when he attacks the turtles with the knucklehead, where he's just not wearing pants. <laughs> he's not wearing pants. <laughs> Uh, I mean, thank goodness uh, for the, uh, the the site there. Yes. Thank for I was looking for. I was looking for. What was it that I was looking for that I said is in every Miss, episode? Miss uh, represented color bandanas. Oh, that's right. The flopping of bandanas. All of a sudden, you have uh, Raphael with a blue bandana, and you're mm. like, "What?" And I didn't notice any of those in this episode. Although you guys said you caught one. There was one earlier on where Donatello's voice came out of Michelangelo's head as he's eating pizza. Oh mm. yes, but instead of finding that, <laughs> I found pantless. Shredder. I mean, it's and like two frames. It's like so brief, but like, sure enough, track back, boom! His legs are also tan, so that was <laughs> that was that was meant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, oh, was, yeah exactly. he was matching flesh tone. Those it was obviously it wasn't like he was wearing tan khaki pants for no. some reason. <laughs> yeah, that he artist did that on purpose, knowing exactly. I'm going to take off his pants right now. <laughs> Look at his posture too. He's on his knees, yes. Yes. wearing nothing but his metal blades and uh, his loincloth. Yeah, he's so- got his like Chun Li loincloth thing. <laughs> I can only think: is this some sort of like? BDSM sort of thing moments. I don't know. It just looks very. Well, maybe he's just that excited because he's like, "I'm gonna catch a turtle right now." Like pants this, on. this, this, this is happening. That's what it is. I'm gonna get a turtle right now because the knucklehead is going to get it, and I'm gonna have it, and I'm gonna he's, take my he's pants off. With teenaged mutant ninja turtles, you know what I mean? Like, there's some, there's a whole other level. It makes me wonder if he's got like Magic Mike or uh, Full Monty <laughs> pants where he just whips them off. Yeah. Like they're just buttoned in the back so he can rip them off at any moment. Yeah, things start to not go great, so he puts them right back on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I never put those back on. Too, too I good. think no. maybe it was a victory dance. Maybe he was like, <laughs> I'm going to get me a turtle. And then, no, not, nope, not today. To, what's, it, what's he want to do with them? Turtle soup? Mm. That's what he wants. That's yeah. night I dine on turtle soup. Yes, that's classic one. Very gross. Uh, I, you know, I just I gotta I gotta say I was very disappointed in how much the turtles gave up in this episode. <laughs> like that, literally. Really there's did. two scenes: one in the beginning and one in the middle of the episode where they walk into Shredder and they're like, "He got away. He <laughs> yeah. got off the top of the World Trade Center." He went, we we yeah, can't exactly. we can't get them. We failed you. I'm so sorry. They didn't even try. <laughs> didn't, didn't even try. He, he, he just went into. Yeah. Let's go home. The, the I mean, yeah. They have. He has. You know how many sets of stairs to climb down, and they didn't even. Nope. Didn't even get off their blimp. Nope, and then again, north. when April is gonna die, they're like, oh, sorry, we failed you. Yeah. April, you're dead. You're right. You're right. Because yeah, she ended up with the the good plant, right? No. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here's the here's the sequence of events. Okay. Break it down. Okay. The, what happens is uh, Shredder attacks the turtles with the knucklehead, right. and that's where we see him lose his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and they're in the park because they just bought the the gazai plant, right. the antidote plant. Yeah. Which is identical uh, to the Doku plant. No big deal. We, exactly. We've covered that. No uh, I just, it still bothers me. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so they're they're running out to their blimp to get back to April to give her the antidote, and that's when. They get attacked by the knucklehead, and they escape in the blimp, but then Baxter attacks with his signature laser gun, which knocks the the jet part of the blimp off the blimp, which crash lands at the commercial break. After they crash land in the street, they can't fight... Because they're in a historical district of New York, right. yes. which is 
BS. So because I think really what they wanted to do is what they did, which was climb a building next to them, not just jump into a sewer cap next to them. And right. they had sticky hand things. Yeah. Sticky hand grips. More toys. Grips. More toys. Yeah. To climb up this this church, get to the top of the steeple, and then grab onto the ropes that are for some reason dangling from just the the hot air balloon part, yeah. and mm-hmm. escape mm-hmm. that way. Because that went, I'm sure that the wind picked up right in the nick of time, and, and pushed that yeah. bug away. And it's at this moment that the they drop the gazai plant. Baxter catches it and brings it to Shredder. Gosh. But so defeated. Like, I was a little, like, I don't remember. that. Like, this kind of saddens me. But it, I mean, it goes to say Splinter had a tremendous role oh, in he, pushing the Ninja Turtles. What I always felt was underrated, yeah, especially in films, oh, you yeah. know? Like, Splinter did not nearly get enough credit <laughs> for being <laughs> their leader. He's their anchor, really. Yeah, really. But they just were like, sorry, we failed. Let's go eat pizza. It's like April's yeah, about exactly. to die. Yeah. <laughs> she after twelve PM, she's gone. Yeah. And Splinter says the battle ain't over till it's over. And they're like, You're right, Splinter. Yes. And then, <laughs> Let's go. And then they're off uh and they get, of course, a call from Shredder. How he gets onto the turtle network, I don't know. He he said he um he, he patched pipped, into yeah, it. patched into the frequency, which is why doesn't he do that more often? Yeah. I know. What's the frequency, Kenneth? If he knows that, <laughs> if he can patch into their frequency, can't he just use that to find them wherever exactly. they are? Well, he also like he keeps talking to everybody on his um, screen, but his they yeah, but they never mirror. actually show anybody else's purple mirror. <laughs> so it's like, how does Baxter have this purple mirror? Like he's just walking around with it, or? Oh, you're right. Well, uh, well, I don't know if Baxter has one, but Krang has some sort of well, communication. Yes, device. he has, he has an entire wall. Yeah, he has That's an right. entire That's wall, right. which I was thinking about. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But Baxter just... Yeah, it's true. What's Baxter packing? <laughs> Remember when Baxter... Because this is one thing I wanted to note because of talking about Baxter's voice. When Baxter checks in with oh um, Shredder um, when he's testing the knucklehead, he gets a call from Baxter and... and and Shredder's just like, well, I'm like, oh, you see the turtles? Where are you? He's like, um, I don't know. There's a pizza parlor around the corner, and it's just a like, Kerner. Uh, Kerner. This, is Kerner. this is the beginning of the Ermai Gerd language, and yeah. I realized that it, it began first with Baxter. I did. I just, <laughs> I just feel like he's like the, like the crappiest girlfriend. He's just just toying with him right now. It's just like, oh, come on, withholding information. On yeah. Another hallmark of their insatiable relationship. I mean, I want Baxter to realize that. I wish, like, at, at some point in the episode, he was like, oh, wait, Shredder is actually my mortal I enemy. Don't. And then, like, fight with the turtles. Like, that's what I wanted to see. Yeah. But. Yeah, that would have been cool. Because hmm. at some point, he has to m- remember that Shredder totally threw him in the I portal. Know. Threw him in the. Yeah. And how did he make it out of the portal if you needed to, like,. Do yeah, an equivalent exchange. There's some the there's some physics loopholes. Figure right there. Here. Krang says when he needs like uh, the dimensional gateway was glitchy uh, is glitchy at the moment. Oh. Just because he said at the moment, maybe it was like okay, it only needed five minutes to correct itself. I appreciate <laughs> that though. They tried to right their wrong. Right. I appreciate that. Justify that. I, it took me three times watching this episode to catch that one little half sentence, which <laughs> kind of figures it out. Uh, we're getting to the end here, though. They so, show up at the uh, yeah back. The, yeah, Shredder's challenged them to come and get the the plant, which is all a trap to use Baxter's force field machine. Right. Which, when we see it <laughs> used, doesn't seem like a force field machine. No. It seems like a disintegration ray. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> 
But the uh, the turtles show up and it's like an old west shootout in a yeah. junkyard, basically. And the turtles have no guns. No, I know no it's guns. supposed to be a fair fight, no weapons. No. <laughs> so Splinter to the rescue. He pulls in Jason Statham style yes. in a turtle van yep. <laughs> and starts just blowing off plasma rays from their uh, their roof cannons. Like, yeah, which just there's so many like gaps in like splinter knowledge there. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they drive that the whole, whole episode? Time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it also good marketing side of vehicle turtles. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The turtles were so fixated on the blimp. Splinter was just like, you boys are forgetting you have a van. <laughs> with, with guns, guns on the top of it. Exactly. First mode of transportation for teenager. Car. <laughs> and he really just, he wrecks shop. Yeah. At, the, the turtles are backing into the trap. And he, what, what does he say? Like, it's Master remarkable Spl- what one can do when one is forced, forced to. <laughs> yes. I wrote it down. They're like, when did you learn to drive, Papa? And that's his explanation. And he's just he's just like moving back and forth on the steering wheel <laughs> like a kid who's never driven before. <laughs> but he's just he's aces today because yeah, yeah. he's blasting Bebop Rocksteady and Shredder with uh, the guns on the top. I don't know. I mean, Send him to the DMV. But, a- but given <laughs> April has always kind of been Splinter's, you know, unheard daughter. Like, he's always mm-hmm. kind of treated her as a mm-hmm. daughter figure. So, like, Absolutely. his the girl he always wanted, he got stuck with these, you know, four adolescent boys. She's dying. He's got to step it up because, obviously, mm. the turtles are giving up this entire right, episode. Right, right. They oh, don't really well. care. <laughs> so, And then the turtles kind of get on his case. <laughs> and it's genius too because it's almost as if the animators were like hey guys come on like at the writers yeah because Splinter blushes here when yes. the turtles oh, yeah. so what do they say specifically they say thank you master you drive pretty good for you, you, yeah you took a pretty good care of them for a guy who uh, doesn't, promotes, believe in, doesn't believe doesn't in believe in violence, in violence. Yeah. Yeah. as he's like <laughs> <laughs> exactly Splinter blush I was like yeah. oh my god you animators are genius totally calling out the BS of the writers thank you like, yeah <laughs> and it, and I I love that because it wasn't a moment where like it was like crying it's just like you know I was, I had other stuff to do <laughs> <laughs> You're going to call me out on this? Oh, no, I was going to let my sons perish. <laughs> and it, at the last moment, uh, yeah, Baxter flies into the path of his uh, force field and ah, just disappears. Yeah. Right. I don't know if it teleported him. I don't know if it disintegrated well, what him. what they say, what Splinter asks, or no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Shredder okay. asks. Shredder asks. Yeah. Shredder asks is, okay, so what's going to happen? They're going to fall through and disappear, and I will never have to see them ever right. again. Um, so that's what he says that they're going to another dimension. Moves them forward in time a millisecond or something, which stops the, the it phases them. Baxter, out of we have to go back to the past. And you have a Doku Oh my gosh! I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of that kind of that's kind of what Baxter looks like. Kind of yeah, like He's a the, young Doc Brown. Oh, yeah. 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 At least in this version. Weird. We get to the end, and of course, they save the day, and she goes, Oh, hi, guys. What's going on? Like, she just woke up. <laughs> like, she hasn't been sick for like 24 hours. Or passed out, like, every stereotype, you know, for a female character I in know. a show ever. <laughs> right. The celebration animation here that the turtles have is just just amazing. I, I hope that uh, this is the same kind of g- idea they go with with the new Ninja Turtle movies, that April O'Neil is just passed out the entire <laughs> film. 
So we really like only have to see her for like two minutes in the beginning and two minutes at the end, and she's gonna be like, "Oh my god, I passed out." We can just focus on Whoopi Goldberg as uh, Bernadette and uh, Will Arnett as mm. as uh, Vernon. Yes, everything Amazing. else will be great, but she's passed out. Oh god, she just couldn't be awake for us right now. So All right, end of the episode. Why was this the best episode of Ninja Turtles ever made? Oh my! Uh, <laughs> I'm down. gonna do something that I shouldn't do, but I'm gonna totally <laughs> do it. It's it parallels an experience I had. No, I don't even know if I can draw a parallel. I just want to tell this story. Uh, <laughs> last night I was getting pizza. Okay. And they got pizza in the episode. Yes, yeah. anchovy yes. Gaza pizza. Uh, and there was more in the beginning. Right. Um, I was getting a pizza. And we were like working late. And so I was going to go down to Casa Bianca in, uh, like, Eagle Rock, Glendale. And the Glendale Junior Police Force pulled me over. Uh, and, yeah, I just gotten off Harvey off the 134. Was taking a left onto Broadway. And I saw the lights flash. I was like, that's weird. Um, they're like, oh, we saw you were texting. I was like, well, actually, I was looking at directions because I'm going to pick up a pizza at Casa Bianca or whatever for my coworker and I. And they're like, all right, well, whatever. Give me your license go back, come back. He's like, have you ever been arrested or any blah, 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 blah. I was like, no. What are you talking about? And he just keeps asking these really weird and cryptic questions. He's like, I'm going to have you step out of the vehicle. I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> he's like, are you concealing any weapons or anything? I was like, no, absolutely not. And so he's like, your license is suspended. And I was like, what? Wait, what does that mean? <laughs> he's like, do you know your license is suspended? Like, I have no idea. And they're like, yeah, it's suspended. I was like, but how? <laughs> so he's like, he pats me down and stuff. He gives me oh the my whole, God. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I'm on the side of Broadway, uh, wow. just underneath the freeway. It's like where like three freeways meet. It's and there's like, then all of a sudden there are like three squad cars there too. And, and these guys are like, I kid you not, like 25, 26. And I was they like, oh my gosh. Do. Yeah, no, they're very bored. They're Glendale police. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, I had just sent Monica, your, your co-worker, a thank you message Aww. for the gift you guys sent us. I was like, you have no idea how much uh, I'm thankful for that. So that's maybe why he thought I was texting. But uh, I wasn't while I was driving. I was actually looking at where to turn next and you yeah, know, yeah, find yeah. this place to go find a pizza. The next uh, 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, so the cops are copping a feel. Copping a feel. Yeah. They're like, sit down. And they're like, they're sit down on the curb. I was like, okay. And one's like, no, no, not there. There's a bunch of ants there. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> totally. So I sat up against this gate. He's like, are there any sort of illicit sub- or substances or illegal substances in your car? I was like, no way. I was like, you are welcome to check. He's like, all right. And starts digging around in my car. Oh, And my like gosh. just ta- takes it over and he's like, whose car is this? So I was like, oh, it's my brother's. He's in, he's in South Korea right now, which is true. <laughs> and uh, it's been here since February when he was last here. Um, he's like, there's a lot of like stuff in here. I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I put some stuff in there. It's A lot of it's his. Uh, no joke, as he's looking around, he finds my NES blaster and, like, <gasps> looks to his other buddies like, oh, when's the last time you guys played this game? And then put it back in. I was like, is this funny to you guys? I'm wow. like, I'm, like, worried I'm going to get arrested. So anyway, he takes my license. He's like, here's a notification that you, that your license has been revoked, you know, or whatever. you got to call the DMV Monday. I'm like, I don't understand any of this. He's like, if you drive, you will be arrested. So uh, I'm going to text my mom and let her know that at any time in the near future, I might be in jail. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was wow. the weirdest thing. And he was like, he called my, he's like, why do you have this, this credit card for Margaret Blanks? I was like, oh, it's my coworker. I was picking up this pizza, if you remember from my story earlier, and we we're going to split it. And he's like, 
all right, can I contact her? I was like, yeah, sure. It's under Beth Blanks in my phone. He calls her and she's like, he's like, Margaret Blanks. And she's like, nobody calls her Margaret. And she's like, ah, it's like, this is the Glendale police. And she's like, what the fuck? (laughs) So don't get pizza in Glendale, guys. That's it. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's it. That's why it's the best episode of Turtles. I know, so I'll pass out. Let's make them smell some. Yeah, plants. we'll give them some of that Doku punch. Doku punch. <laughs> so mean. I, I feel like they were just, you know, feeling the power of their uniforms. Yeah. <sighs> or um, this was an interesting thing that Beth proposed. She was like, maybe they just wanted your ID to give to one of their young friends who needed a cool fake, and you look like them. I was like, well, that's possible. I hope to God that's not true. <laughs> wow. Because <laughs> they gave you the license back, right? No, no, no. They no. kept it. So wait, you can't drive now? Wow. No, I'm not supposed to drive, but I am. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I am. You gotta get around. I mean, it's Los Angeles, guys. Let's be I know. real. I know. Sheesh. So I just can't get pulled over, basically. Yeah. I will go to jail. Wow. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Let's hope we get that figured out on Monday. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be an interesting Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> any highlights? What was specifically great for you guys? No pants. No pants! No pants was my favorite. Great. Actually, you know, it was somewhat... I, I, I purposefully did not watch the episode beforehand because I wanted to just sort of get that blast of the past right mm. here. And it was kind of unbelievably, well, slightly traumatizing. Just because you... Your perspective as an adult <laughs> watching this thing that you would see so much of as a kid, it's just so different. And uh, mm. it, it was... Uh, uh, I'm still not quite over it. <laughs> it really is. It, it's it's hard to process. You're like, wow, why was I so enthralled as a kid? But then nostalgia is still there. And oh, it, totally. And it still has that kind of gravity. Totally. I mean, I don't know if you guys noticed, but I didn't say a word. I was totally just... In oh, yeah, you were yeah, in it. Yeah, I, just, in it. yeah I just... I watch and I enjoy. What's, what's, your, what's your secret sauce on this? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know. Just I enjoy watching Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, I I actually invited you since you're the the princess of bees, and I thought you know bee and and, uh, and, and flies. flies were kind of close yeah, neighbors. Yeah, yeah, I agree. In the agree. insect world, I, I agree. Know. I agree. Mm-hmm. They both have wings that are yeah. delicate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Baxter does not have delicate wings because no, like I was thinking, you know, clothing line like they should have been totally dismantled there, right. but they're tough wings. Although Raphael was still the best, and I do remember that. He only started talking the second half of the episode. I was, mm. was kind of like, whoa, there no was lines. There a lack of, r- yeah. of Ralph No Paulson. lines. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he was like... Mm. Yeah, I think I remember every when Leonardo would do things as a kid, I'd go, ugh. Yes. And then yeah. Raphael was like, yeah, whenever he did anything. Even if it was just like... Johnny yeah. Knoxville, one more reason to hate Nardo. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is, I like Johnny. I just think it's misplaced. Like yeah. it's weird. It's the same. It's the, it's the Seth Green problem. I just I love Michelangelo. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not today. It. Maybe not tomorrow. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from the first movie. Yeah, no, yeah. Secret of Those. Secret of Those. Yeah. Just going That's why I get on that plane, sweetheart. Oh. Yeah. I every, I have a hat like that specifically for that, and I always say that, and people are just like, huh? what? <laughs> what are you saying? And I'm like, oh. Sauce, I love you, if only for that reason. Uh, <laughs> uh, Probably yeah. a billion other reasons, but if only. I just, I just <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'd say for me, it was all the vehicles. 
I mean, mm. it was the blimp a thousand times. The blimp, the, the van. <laughs> oh, the the, the cheese truck that Shredder was in. Yeah, that oh, predated the. Uh, no carbs, just cheese. Just cheese. Yeah. Just a big Different. wedge of cheese on the van. What is with Shredder and Smelly Things? He's always in trash. In this oh, episode, wow. you see it a lot. Like mm-hmm. in um, the Secret of the Ooze, his hands coming out of the trash. He's always in a junkyard or with trash, but he's I always know. complaining about the smell. So is there like I a love hate? Too. I don't know. I think he's repressed. That's it. I think he just likes smelly things. <laughs> but he always talks about how they suck. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, because we we got to wrap up right now. Word. Thank you, Louis and Saskia. Uh, if you've enjoyed this episode, don't keep it to yourself. Give us some reviews. Uh, let us know what you think about it, or tell your friends to download it on the iTunes. Or maybe share it with your local police force if they uh, threaten <laughs> to take away your license. Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> It's a, it's a bargaining tool. <laughs> yes. Or if you've got questions or corrections of your own, please write them into turtlecompodcast at gmail.com. We dare you. Yes. <laughs> we dare you. Uh, have a great week, everybody, and we'll see you again every other Turtle Tuesday, as we always do. Whee! Turtle power. <laughs> <laughs> We love you, Boner Sale. Is the Scarlet Witch attacking the Green Lantern? It it does look like that. That's but actually it's um. Not her. She is the bearer of the uh, the red ring or the fuchsia-ish lantern. Mm. Um, she's oh yeah yeah lantern. yeah the, the the purple or pink lanterns. Yeah. They're the ones who they're powered by love. Oh my God. They are. Yeah. So that's like Captain Planet all over again. Oh, Fine. No. Well, it's more like lust. Uh, what really? Yeah. Oh. Like okay. Where to go, DC? Look at that pose. Yeah. Look at his pose. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's something be about ready to go. Dopensteins. McDopensteins. It's a new restaurant I'm going to start. Mm. Well, all they sell is dope. dope. <laughs> and donuts. <laughs> and donuts. Dope and donuts. But the dope donuts, donuts are made out of dope. <laughs> Yum. Dope nuts. Dope nuts. <laughs> 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 to start your day off with a heavy dose of crack. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> you can't eat just one. <laughs> you really can't. So stop trying. <laughs> Not all I wasn't offering. Give them back. You're in the right neighborhood. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tap your. I mean, well, say something in yours again, real quick. Moopty schmoopty poopty poopty pants. Yeah. Cowabunga. Okay. I can live with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cowabunga. It's good. It's so. true. It was. I, I puked immediately following the podcast last time. No. And you didn't even make it to the toilet. No. I'm sorry, why? You said you, you just threw up on the floor in the bathroom. Oh, no, that was before. Oh. It was a bathtub. <laughs> what oh, happened? Oh, yeah, what is it? I got really sick. I had, uh, The night before our podcast, I had spaghetti. And I don't know if it was the spaghetti 
that made me sick or something I ate earlier. Or the whole day. bottle of tequila that I had. Or the whole bottle of tequila. <laughs> oh. Or the <laughs> spaghetti and the tequila. Or or my tequila, my, my southern style, or my tequila. southwestern okay. spaghetti. <laughs> uh, but I threw it up in the bathtub. So you're worm? Noodle? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wish I could have been the yeah. met the prop master who had to make those bitch tits for, <laughs> for meatloaf. Or maybe it was just a, a really big guy that they brought in for one take. To, you know, to the close up. That's possible. You need a standing, a booby double, a, a man, a, a moob, a moob double. We called them when I was a kid. My best friend and I called them boomers. Boomer. Yeah, that sounds pretty awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> they weren't boobs, but they because they were men. So yeah. boom, boom, <laughs> boom in your face. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> that friend listens to this podcast. Oh, good. Casey, that was for you.